starting way back, you know, 26, 27 years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, I started with, you know, Pete Rose. I started with, uh, you know, some bands, Aerosmith, you might know, Kiss. Um, so I've always been in that realm of dealing big deals with celebrities. Um, so, you know, I've also dealt with the NFL players. So I've always been in that realm. I've known Roy for about, God, 15, 16 years. Um, and probably about five years ago, Roy was doing a little complaining about how the combat sports, mostly boxing, is just in turmoil. And, and the state of it is where people was losing confidence. And I have this saying, if you're going to complain about something, come with a solution. That's fantastic. Roy's solution was bringing me, bringing me into the boxing world. <laughs> that's that fantastic. That's how we that's how we started, and, and my connections go very deep in, into that realm. Um, as far as you know, the the combat sports, the celebrity world, the the NFL, whatever it may be, um, you know, connections are connections, and, and it, go, it goes back deep. So that's how it all started. Now, uh, being involved here with uh, Roy Jones Jr. Boxing Promotions, and then getting this UFC Fight Pass deal together. Uh, this took a, a little bit of time. I started seeing a lot of things on social media that Roy would tweet or, or people would post on Facebook of you guys meeting with UFC folks or you guys uh, setting up meetings or, or whatever. Take me through the process and just how long this took to get this whole thing put together because it was a, a little bit of an effort. Well, I'll tell you what. This whole Actually, the process started back and you'll laugh at this, but probably back in the late 90s when Roy was fighting. Um, awesome. Um, Dana, Dana White used to be a doorman here in Las Vegas, and, and Roy was <laughs> fighting for a world title. Um, and during the day, Roy, Roy, Roy's you know, little thing during the day before he fought was either go play basketball, go play video games, walk around. He really didn't stress a lot, so he just did a normal day, whether... You know, like I said, play basketball or anything that you would... Oh, yeah, I remember, uh, I don't know what it was, there was a, a title fight that he had. I believe it was, it was, a, it was a, uh, a pay-per-view fight. He went and played a pickup right. basketball game that afternoon. Correct. <laughs> and uh, so uh, Dana asked Roy, he goes, hey, if you're not doing nothing, would you mind going playing a video? You know, at our, at back then the arcades were big. Um, yeah. Go to the arcade and play the Mike Tyson boxing game with me and... Roy spent two hours with Dana, um, and Dana never forgot that. <laughs> That's so awesome. That relationship actually started then. So when Roy wanted to, you know, do his re- sort of like his retirement fight, Dana wanted to do it on UFC Fight Pass. So that deal was actually done pretty quick. Um, and after that, that's when the ball started rolling about talking about doing a Roy Jones Jr. series, about Dana wanting to get into boxing. Um, you know, a couple of top, uh, Dana's top guys came to a couple of our fights. They like what they've seen. They like that we were just not putting on mismatches. And the biggest complaint Dan always had is you always had the A side, you always had the B side, and everyone coming out knew that the A side was going to win. With our fights, you know, there's been a lot of the B side that has won. Um, we match our guys tough. Usually at 11, 12, 13, and 0, we want to know what we have. So we're putting them in tough with someone that's going to get them ready to take the next step. And that's what Dana wants. You know, if you notice about what the UFC does, these guys can have three, four, five, six, seven losses, and their fans are still cheering, you know, behind the fighter because yep. they're putting on good fights. And that's yep. what boxing has forgotten is, you know, you can't have those mismatches. And that's why a lot of that casual fan has drifted away from boxing. And, you know, and that's what Dana is hoping to do with the starting of the series is, you know, starting where we are with boxing is hopefully bring back that 
casual fan that wants to see those fights that you used to see on ESPN Friday night fights and everything. Yep, yep. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. And uh, Keith Veltry with us today here on our program, Roy Jones Jr. Boxing Promotions. Uh, you can get more information online, RoyJonesJrBoxing.com, and uh, also on Facebook, Instagram as well. And uh, one of the things that you guys are, are also doing with this series is is you signed uh, one of my good buddies, Sean Wheelock, to, uh, to do yep. some play-by-play. Uh, Sean has been... All around the world and back, like eighty different times. <laughs> the guy's travel schedule is amazing. Um, what what attracted you guys to, to getting the, the the ace Sean Wheelock on board? Well, you know, I'm big on any anything I've done in the past. Anything that people have known me is I build brands. Um, yeah. One of the biggest thing is when you're building a series, you're building a brand. And part of the first thing that people when they tune in. You know, the commentator is the first thing people tune into and they listen to. Uh-huh. And Sean has such a uh, charisma about him, such a uh, voice about him that, that wants to attract people to come in and watch that series. So he was my first. I didn't have to think twice about it. Sean's been with me doing my DN series. Um, he's been with me when we were doing CBS Sports. Um, he's very knowledgeable, and I don't have to micromanage him. I can let him loose, and I know he's going to do a good job. So it was a no-brainer for Roy and I. I knew when we we got this series, he was going to be my top pick to lead the series. Um, and then we added, you know, James Smitty. James Smith was he's just a book of knowledge on boxing, dating all the way back. He can he can quote things back in the 1920s and 30s and be <laughs> correct on awesome. that. The guy's an encyclopedia of boxing. So those two together worked good. So that's my first, you know, my, that was actually the first thing we put together for our brand was the commentators. Um, and then it goes on from, you know, what we do with the announcer and then, you know, the boxers. And obviously Roy is the big part of the brand, uh, the face of the company. And, and, you know, so all those things put together is what really sells the series. Um, and along with UFC backing it helps out a lot, too. Yes. And uh, that that is going to be a huge deal for boxing, uh, not just not just professional boxing, amateur boxing all over the place. These guys are doing some amazing things. Uh, check out RoyJonesJRBoxing.com for more information on Roy Jones Jr. Boxing. Now, uh, Keith, was there ever a possibility, because I am a... I'm a huge Roy Jones Jr. Mark. I have been a fan of Roy's forever. Um, I, I even way back in the day when I was boxing, I bought one of his uh, signature uh, boxing Nike shoes from Title Boxing. Uh, I love Roy. We've had him on the broadcast a couple times in the past. Was there ever a possibility that he might fight Anderson Silva? I will. I will tell you this: there, we we have there is still talks. Um, about it happening. Oh, wow. So I, I will say that it is a good possibility. Um, at the end of the day, it really all come, it comes down to if Dana wants to do it. Um, yeah. But I will tell you that we have had, um, you know, ongoing talks. I know Silva's 100% on board. Roy's 100% on board. Um, there's guys over on the UFC team that are 100% on board. Wow. Um, you know, but um, it comes down to if, if Dana, you know, wants to do it. Yeah, um, I do see Silva having one more fight with UFC, and I think after that, um, I think there's a good shot. I think, um, you know, these talks have been ongoing. They've been good. Um, you know, um, nothing's concrete yet, but 
I'm, optim- I'm, I'm optimistic that it could happen. Um, I'm in the middle of it, so um, I feel good about it. That's fantastic. That's the best I can give you an answer. That's fantastic. No, you, no, you you you've done amazing, baby. That that <laughs> that 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 is that I, is I fantastic. Will tell you, this, you know, even even with our deal when we negotiated, it's, you know, UFC is very bright. Um, they're good at what they do. Oh yeah. Um, everyone that works for them, Dana's done a, a tremendous job of of putting a, a great team together, and I think this is why we've built a good alliance with them. You know, Roy Jones Jr. where a lot of us over here are outside of boxing. We're more business-orientated, corporate, just like UFC is. So we have a good, we have the same vision. Um, but you know, when you put these deals together, just like we put our series together, that it doesn't happen overnight. There's a lot of intricate parts that have to go into it. Then it comes down to legal parts. Then it comes down to protecting each other's brand. Um, but when you have two companies that have the same vision at the end, a deal can be done, and that's what um, I've always, you know pride myself on that i get a deal done and, and that and they do too and dana does um and this is what i love about the ufc their vision really coincides with what i have a vision for when i started this company and uh you know so i'm always optimistic any deal i put in front of them that we can get it done that's fantastic. That is that is pretty fantastic. We have got Keith Veltry with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. Roy Jones Junior Boxing dot com is the official website for RJJ Boxing Promotions. And uh, Keith, now that you've got this fight pass deal done, and you've had some, you've had a lot of successful content. Uh, give me a preview of, of what you guys are going to be providing uh, the the next several months, it, it, even into the summer here with. Uh, with Fight Pass and some of the different fights you guys have scheduled. Yeah, well, you know, next week we head to Washington State up at Legends Casino. We have the uh, we have the WBO featherweight uh, international title going on with uh, Lopez and Jimenez. Um, you know, from there we head down to San Antonio in, in March. Um, that is going to be a uh, well, our our title fight fell out there uh, due to an injury, but we're in a in, Right now, in the process of replacing that fight, so I'll have that probably in about five days. Um, but you'll see in the future here, um, starting in uh, in May, we have a um, we'll have a WBC silver title going on for uh, uh, two women. I can't say because one signed, the other one's not signed yet. Yeah. Um, but in June, we'll have a big world title fight on there. June thirteenth, um, there'll be a big world title fight on. So you will see a mix on here. You'll see international titles you'll see regional titles you'll see world titles you'll see women world titles you'll see eliminators you'll see you know guys that are nine ten and zero that are up and coming um we wanted to make it a mix you know we wanted to see make it to be where that guy that's eight and nine and ten and oh that's a legit blue blue chip prospect that might have signed with top rank or might have signed with pbc that would never got that main event caliber until they were like 21 22 and 0 are going to get that shot with us um as the main event on ufc fight pass and you're going to see him grow um, and then eventually, you know, go and probably fight on Showtime or one of them. So we're giving these guys chances and access. And, and also, you know, you might see a, a girls' world title fight that would never end up, you know, on zone or end up on, on Fox, but it's going to end up on UFC Fight Pass. There's a, there's a ton of great fighters out there that are missing their opportunity because there's just not enough airtime to filter these people on that are going to end up on our, our, our access. And, and also, you'll eventually see as this series grows and our relationship grows at UFC, you will see bigger fights end up on UFC Fight Pass. I mean, you know, UFC is here to stay in boxing, and and uh, we know a lot of the intricate parts of this deal. 
that's not announced to the public, and it will be over time. I mean, RJJ and UFC are here to stay. That's fantastic. Now, as as a boxing guy, do do you guys get caught up with all the WBC, WBO, IBF stuff, or is it just gotten to the point where they're sanctioning bodies, they've got belts, and guys can guys and girls can choose to go try to unify all the belts or just fight for titles? Listen, I call I call the sanctions one big minefield. Um, you know, it, it's you gotta you gotta know how to maneuver through the minefield. Um, we actually have one one guy that works in the office here. That's that's his job is to figure out how this whole minefield works. Um, <laughs> I'd know, love to talk to that is, guy someday. Oh my God. <laughs> that would be it's, very it's entertaining. How, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how his brain works, but unfortunately, you have to know. You know, it's it's a whole thing of knowing the right time when to fight someone and. And, you know, you have to know the right time when to move up into the mandatory. You have to play the game. Um, you know, otherwise you can get put into a mandatory where the world champ, there's no outlet to take the fight to. So it's very dangerous. Um, but the problem with the sanctions now, and, and I'm not the only one that will say this, and I, and I might be the only one that publicly sometimes says this. I know a lot of people, we all feel this way. Um, there's too many belts. It's confusing the public. Yes. Um, you know, there's too many paper champions. There's too many, you know, there's too many, you know, world champions. I mean, the WBA has a super world champion interim world. It's just too many. It's confusing the casual fan, um, which boxing needs back desperately. That's why the pay-per-view numbers have, you know, dropping drastically. I mean, even with the streaming now, pay-per-view is going to go down even more. Um, so, you know, everybody's trying to figure out this system. The sanctions aren't helping. And I get, you know, sanctions at the end of the day are a business. Um, but they need to start getting their their everything together, yep. um, or we're going to start losing more of a fan base. And, and this is why UFC has been so successful at MMA um, because they don't they have to deal with one sanction themselves. Um, they have to deal with really one promoter in the business themselves. So either all of us promoters, you know, there, there's maybe five of us that are the you know the biggest in the game, and the other ones that we need too because they filter up, you know, the opponents we need to, to go against. Um, so we either get all our, bring everything together, start working together, and also to figure out, you know, to sell the sanctions, start, you know, downsizing your belt system, or really boxing's going to end up even more of a mess, and, and it's going to deter more of the fan base away. We have got a. Well, yeah, I completely understand. We have got a, a great guest with us today. He joins us live, Keith Beltry. And, um, Keith, uh, before we let you go, my friend, uh, how do people find you guys on social media and uh, interact with you folks? Well, we're on, um, we're on Facebook under Roy Jones Jr. Boxing Promotions. We're on Instagram under Roy Jones Jr. Boxing Promotions. We have Roy, which is Roy Jones Jr. Official. Um, I'm under under Instagram as uh, Keith Veltry. Um, I'm on Facebook as Keith Veltry, Roy Jones Jr. Boxing Promotions. Basically, if you just put Roy Jones Jr. Boxing Promotions, we'll pop up all over. You get to see our schedule coming up. We're basically every couple of weeks we have a fight going on. Um, you can go to our website, RoyJonesJrBoxing.com, see our ske- upcoming schedule, see our fighters. We're constantly signing new fighters with this new deal. Um, we're signing fighters from all over the world. Some you know, some weight classes starting at you know 115 all the way up to heavyweight. So it's a pretty exciting time for us, and we'd love to see new fans join us on that exciting time. 
Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on. It's been a pleasure and an honor to chat with you, my man. And uh, thanks for keeping hope alive on this uh, Roy Jones-Anderson Silva thing. (laughs) Great. I appreciate it, James. Thanks for having me on. Definitely. Have yourself a wonderful day. We'll talk soon. Thank you, man. There he goes, Keith Beltry from Roy Jones. Junior Box. We got more coming up on the other side. 